When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Yes, Sports Day on this Tuesday. And on this day for Baron O'Day, because the little things are everything, in 1987, we had a Cricket World Cup. It was held in India, and this match was played at Eden Gardens in Kolkata. And David Boone scored 75 as Australia beat England by seven runs for their first title. how things have changed. Our team can't even get into the semi-finals of the T20 World Cup now. Um, we're playing it on home soil. That's when everybody uh, revered and uh, worshipped in some ways the Australian cricket team. Things are a bit different these days. That's all thanks to Baron O'Day. Don't miss out on the little moments because little things are everything. Okay, as we do on a Tuesday, let's go inside the vault. We're going all the way back to December the 12th, 1976. And I'd love to get somebody on the Tempera Bedshed text machine line 0487 736 736 that may have been at the Wacker Ground on that day. On that day, WA were playing Queensland in what was known as the Gillette Cup one-day competition. 40 overs aside, eight ball overs then. WA were bowled out for 77 on that occasion in only 22.5 overs. And in reply, Queensland were in some ways sitting pretty to advance to the final of the one-day competition. In fact, their captain, Greg Chappell, said this uh, looking back on that match. I thought we could win it. Uh, we had Viv Richards, myself, um, and two international batters in the lineup. Um, you know, you'd think that perhaps one of us get some runs and uh, we'd be able to to win that game. But um, it didn't reckon on probably one of the great performers of all time, and that was Dennis Keith Lilly. And a man that knows Dennis Lilly played with him for WA and for Australia, and in World Series cricket days. And they're still very good mates. Stick together. 
is Bruce Laird, who opened the batting for Western Australia in that miracle match back in 1976 with Rick Charlesworth, who, by the way, Rick Charlesworth top scored in that match with 25. And Bruce Laird now joins us on the program to relive that special moment in Australian and West Australian sporting folklore. Bruce, thanks for your time. That's no problem, Peter. How's how's life treating you? Uh, yeah, not too bad. I, um, I've retired um, I, and uh, I live down Dunsborough. Good stuff. I've got a few acres down here, so sort of enjoying it down here. Having a look at the WA side, it was 40 overs maximum, of course, uh, in the one-day competition there at state level. It was Bruce Laird and Rick Charlesworth that opened the batting. Then Robbie Langer, Kim Hughes, Craig Sargent, Rod Marsh, who was the wicketkeeper and also the captain of the side, Ian Brayshaw, Bruce Yardley, Dennis Lilly, Mick Malone and Wayne Clark batted at number 11. I tell you what, some household names in that team that became very much part of West Australian and Australian cricket folklore over the years. Yeah, most of them I would have thought played for Australia mm. at some stage. Um, there wouldn't have been many didn't. Um, also, in those days, it was eight ball overs, I think, the 40 overs. Yeah. And tell us about um, that match. Of course, a lot was said. Uh, WA batted first, rolled out for 77, only faced the 22.5 overs. You're the first to go. Uh, Tomo got you. Can you remember yeah. how quick Tomo was on the Wacker wicket that day? Um, yeah, I can. Um, <laughs> the, the Wacker was, in those days, was... Uh, the wickets were, were prepared by Roy Abbott, who a lot of people mm. now wouldn't know, know who Roy was, but he was a fantastic curator. And um, and the wicket in those days was on a lot quicker than it is now. Um, and this particular day, I don't know why, there may have been rain before, but the wicket was uh, very you know, very green and it was sort of oily. Um if you, if you know what I mean, like yeah. Tomo when he ran into the first ball, he, he slipped. He went over on his backside. He put his, you know, like his back foot down and it just slid. And uh, and there was one of those wickets where you played a bit of cricket where you see the little indentations, you know, the little yes. where the balls hit the pitch and, and and it leaves a mark. If you know what I mean. Mm. And uh, mm. so I was doing a bit, and um, and and Tomo and that. I always reckon Tomo, after he hurt his shoulder, in that would have been that year, I reckon. Yeah. Um, he wasn't quite as quick, but prior to that, he, he was really, really quick and very hard to judge his length because he had that unusual action. And uh, but he he was quick, yeah. yeah. And he bowled really well that day. And but I didn't realise we only. That lasted 22 overs. Yeah, 22.5 overs. What's interesting also with the WA uh, knock is at one stage, after you were dismissed, uh, the side was one for 50. Robbie Langer and Rick Charlesworth took the score to 50 before Langer was dismissed. And then all of a sudden, it went bang, 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 all out for 77. I know Bruce Yardley uh, smashed about 19 with a few boundaries (laughs) right at the end. But uh, at one stage, one for 50, all out for 77. Incredible, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Uh, and in those days, we used to get pretty good crowds there. You know, I think it was about seven or 8,000 there. And um, this Queensland had Viv Richards and Greg Chappell, I think, and um, and Tomo. Yes. And they had, pretty good, they had a pretty good side. And uh, so it was a reasonable crowd. And I remember when we got out, you know, we, we were 
you know, pretty as surprised as anyone else. And Dennis, before we went out to bowl, he said, he said a few choice words and said, let's not embarrass ourselves. So he, he was pretty fired up, mm. which he didn't do a lot before he went out. On that occasion, he did. And uh, he went out there, and I think the first over, he might have bowled four or five bounces. He bowled four, actually, to Viv Richards in a row. Yeah, and the umpire added word to him. Uh, mm. um, yeah, and then he, I think he, yeah, then he bowled Richards, didn't he? That's right. That's right. He, um yeah, he bowled four bounces then. And then, and then v- Richards oh. played a defensive stroke with the fifth ball and yeah. got uh, bowled in the sixth ball. He faced six balls all up in that opening over, Viv Richards, and Lily got him. Yeah. But, gee, it must have been a massive bowling performance. I know you're good mates with Dennis and you probably still keep in contact. He bowled 7.3 overs, one maiden, and took four for 21. And I suppose yeah. when, when Dennis Lilly is fired up, as you mentioned, and he can bowl quick, mm. you wouldn't want to be a mm. batsman, would you? No, I wouldn't. I'm glad, I was always glad he was on our side. <laughs> I, can tell, I can tell you that. But he, um, yeah, he was a good bowler, you know, and and he enjoyed playing for WA as much as anyone, you know. So he he, he tried just as hard playing for WA as he would playing for Australia. You know, he, he really um, he's a very loyal West Australian, mm. and uh, and I think he bounced Greg Chappell out too that day. Um, that's Greg, right, he, he well, got Greg Chappell. And he gloved it, yeah. Yeah, and, and Marshy, yeah. the great Rod Marsh, the late great Rod Marsh, took the catch, uh, and yeah. Chappell went for two. So when you look at Richard's no score, Greg Chappell two, Phil Carlson, mm-hmm. who was a very good rounder, came in at number five. Yeah. He went for one. Um, yeah. And all of a sudden, when did you sense on the day that something special could transpire here? We made 77, but, gee whiz, we're in a yeah. chance of winning this. It was a semi final, and a final was at stake. Yeah. Um, oh, once once we got, you know, the, the you know, four or five out, you know, and we knew their tail. Like John McLean could hang around a bit, but the ball was doing that much. You know, that you, and we had good bowlers to exploit it. You know, Wayne Clark was a, a very good seam bowler, and Nick Malone, of course. And, mm. and you know, I'm talking after Dennis, and uh, so we we had the bowlers to exploit it too, and. Um, yeah, you know, we we always once we had them four or five for not many, and then panic set in. They, I think they had a run out somewhere. Yeah, that's and, right. John uh, McLean was run out in that match. That's right, and he still to this day reckons he wasn't. But, <laughs> <laughs> but he was a terrific bloke, John. And uh, yeah, but he, it was pretty close. Put it that way. Yeah. Tell us about <laughs> a couple of the characters in the team. I know you're still reportedly good mates with Dennis Lilly. What was he like mm-hmm. when he was? in that mood, uh, and, you know, what was he like as a character? Did he have the ability, and he must have on that day, to get all the players riding on his shoulders and saying, let's do it? Um, yeah, one thing I always say about Dennis, um, and you, you can say that about any of the top, you know, the elite sportsmen, he's really driven. You know, he's got this huge drive and under, you know, under any circumstances, and he always believed that he could do it, and he, Mm-hmm. And he, um, yeah, just and he didn't didn't carry on a lot, but when he did, you, you know, you knew he was yeah. going to do something exceptional. He always had the ability to do that. Like he, yeah. he did that in that test. And I mean, Boxing Day, memory bowls is the last ball. That's right. Uh, a lot of years later, and he, um, yeah, he, he was a great bowler and a great. Well, I played a game with him in the West Indies once, and. Um, he bowled that many overs 
um, Ian Chappell sort of lost track of how many he bowled, and Dennis went down. He said, oh, look, I'm having blackouts. <laughs> you know, like he, Is that right? He never, yeah, he, he would never quit, you know. He, um, Unbelievable. What was yeah, uh, no, what he, was the late, great Rod Marsh like as a captain? He was the captain of the West Australian team in that match. Uh, how did you find him yeah. as a leader? Oh, I reckon he was fantastic. I, I reckon he would have been a great captain of Australia, actually, but he never got the opportunity. Yeah. Um, everything... Backus, he's a great tactician. You know, he's a lot of times he he'd always be consulting with the captain anyway, and they'd ask him. You know, it wasn't like he was imposing himself, but no, he was a he was a great great captain, great guy. I suppose it was yeah, a last, it was a, last week. It must have been a huge shock to you, and uh, of course his teammates uh, when the news oh, came yeah, through. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, and I still find it hard to believe. Um, yeah. No, it was a shock to everyone. Yeah, uh, you know, he used to. He always kept in touch with everyone over here. He, uh, he, uh, yeah, it's um, terrible. He's taken to young. That's for sure. He enjoyed life, backers. Yeah, he certainly <laughs> did. But, that, but but you all enjoyed life then. It was it was a different. We just saw Australia get knocked out of the T Twenty World Cup, and all of a sudden, the people are saying that they've been, there's been a disconnect between the Australian T uh, Twenty side and the public, particularly even the Australian team. Full stop. After what happened in South Africa and what P- Pat Cummings said about the sponsor yeah. and all that, there was never yeah. any of that uh, in cricket, professional cricket, when you guys were playing. It seemed like it was just a bunch of mates going out to have fun and play and entertain the crowd. Is that what it was all about? Yeah, we felt like that. We um, I, we played for the team. I know that. You know, there's no there's no thought of individual performance. I, I, I sometimes I worry about the guys nowadays that they um, you know then they're full time, mind you, and uh, they just it's so performance driven now. And, you know, a lot of money. Mm. I think sometimes they might lose. That we you know we had the the team side of it first and foremost, and that probably showed through to the public. You know we, and I can honestly say, you know, in the rooms and that was always just about the team situation. And off the field we had a pretty good, we all had good friendships, which they do now, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but you know we we lived in we played in a pretty good era, I think. We, uh, and there were some darn good cricketers going around. Don't worry about that when you look at some of the names that we just rattled off. Uh, Bruce Lett, yeah. lovely to chat to you. Thanks for joining us. It was certainly a uh, a match that lives in the memory of so many people that were either at the ground or saw it. Um, of course, we just heard commentary. I think Bobby Simpson was part of the commentary, Richie Benno, and it just resonates yeah. with the uh, West Australian cricket public. It was a special moment uh, on that day in December back in 1976. And thanks for sharing some of the memories with us. Yeah, that's no problem, Peter. Great to talk to you. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91